0: Biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. On today's show Monday in the NBA featured big performances and a lot of big fourth quarter comebacks. Our Locked On NBA hosts who give you everything you need to know from last night in the association. We're going to start out with Monday's biggest game. The biggest game. Chicago Bulls trailed by more than 20 points in the second half, entering the fourth quarter, down 14 to the Celtics. But Chicago flipped the script in the final period. A 39-11 to run turned a 14-point deficit into a 14-point win. Locked on Bulls has more on another win for a surging team.
1: That's why you play all four quarters, folks. Woo! What's up? It's Matt Peck here from Locked on Bulls. Y'all with your post-game takeaway, the Bulls. Down 19 at one point in the third quarter. Storm back with a 39-11 to 11 fourth quarter to come back and beat the Celtics in Boston to get to 6-1 and one on the season. Credit to DeMar DeRozan, his second straight 30-plus point night. Credit to Zach Levine, who after missing some tough in-and-out shots in the first half, bounced back with a strong second half. But the biggest tip of the cap tonight goes to that Bulls' second unit. 36 points off the Bulls bench tonight from a unit that has taken some criticism and fairly so for their lack of production on the offensive end to start the season. And hats off especially to the Rook, the Chicago kid and the U of I product, Io Dasumu, who has firmly earned his spot in Billy Donovan's rotation early on this season. Dasumu, a perfect six of six for the field for 14 points, chipping in four boards and two assists. And it was his three from the corner that put the Bulls back on top in the fourth quarter after they had trailed for most of the night. Shout out to Io and that Bulls bench. The Bulls win a tough one in Boston and now head to Philly for another tough Eastern Conference on the road matchup. For a full breakdown of this Bulls victory over the Celtics, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Bulls with me and my guy Big Dave. Locked On Bulls, your team every day.
0: The Celtics came out on the short end of this matchup between the NBA Blue Bloods, but it's also their fifth game in seven to start the season. They got a lot to figure out after this demoralizing loss. Let's hear from our Locked On Celtics hosts for the Boston side.
2: John Crowell is here at the TD Garden where the Boston Celtics suffered an epic collapse, an unbelievable fourth quarter that they lost by nearly 30 points. They lost the fourth quarter by nearly 30 points. Jalen Brown was cooking, blowing kisses after three-pointers. Jason Tatum seemed to have it going. And for once, the Celtics looked like they had both of their stars cooking in the same game. And then the fourth quarter came around. Zach Levine was attacking. The Celtics were collapsing. The, the, The turnovers piled up. The missed shots piled up. They gave up offensive rebounds. The worst of the Celtics showed itself in 12 minutes of horrible, horrible basketball. That cost them a win in front of their home crowd. Again, winless at the garden this season. I am going to talk about this as much as I might not want to, but I am going to talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're listening wherever you get your podcasts and watch the show on YouTube.
0: The best performance.
3: Paula, Paula, Paula.
0: The 76ers entered Monday's game hurting Joel Embiid. Tobias Harris were ruled out. We don't have enough time here to get into the whole Ben Simmons situation. Despite all of that, though, the Sixers still put together a big team win against the Trailblazers. 20-plus points from Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and Norman Powell were not enough for Portland to get a victory. Locked on Blazers tells us why.
4: The Blazers are now 0 3 on the road to begin the season after a 1 13 103 loss in Philly and frankly a disheartening loss to the shorthanded Sixers who were out who were without Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and then didn't have Danny Green after halftime. I'm Mike Richmond host of Lockdown Blazers. And the Blazers are now 3 and 4 after another bad loss. They've opened up the first road trip of the season with a loss in Charlotte and tonight a loss in Philly. And it was more of the same. The Blazers did not get a good shooting night from Damian Lillard. They didn't get enough from his sidekick to pick up the slack. And even good games from Norman Powell and Anthony Simons weren't enough to pick up a defense that couldn't slow down. Seth Curry, Furkan Korkmaz, and Andre Drummond. That's right, the Sixers. Not a lot of household names, just some solid NBA rotation players beating a fully healthy Blazers team. They dropped to 3-4 and four and now look to get one win and salvage a three-game roadie Wednesday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Make sure you listen to Lockdown Blazers for more.
0: The Charlotte Hornets add their names to the list of teams who attempted fourth quarter comebacks on Monday. The Cleveland Cavaliers held off 30 points from LaBello Ball to take a win on the road. As Cleveland heads back home, here's Locked on Cavs after the win.
3: Hey, Chris Manning here from the Locked on Cavs podcast, where the Cavs just won 113-110 to over Charlotte, wrapping up a long road trip throughout the Western Conference where they struggled a little bit. They obviously lost two games in the weekend, but they bounced back here, beating a Charlotte team that beat them earlier in the year and were led by really good performances from Jared Allen, from Lowry and from Jetty Osman off the bench. Got some big moments in the second half, particularly from Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Evan Mobley contributed as well. Cavs really only played seven guys in this one. Obviously, Kevin Love out due to health and safety protocols. Isaac Okoro again missing his four straight game due to a hamstring strain, but they got it done. They withstood a late push led by the Mello Ball and Terry Rogier. and the Cavs are at 500 for a team that didn't have the the highest external expectations coming into the year they're doing well they're they're performing well they're getting ugly wins not all wins are going to be pretty not all wins are going to be so clean cut the Cavs are picking up wins where they can get them and just won a game on the road to finish up a road trip that is a good step forward for a team that wasn't very good last year and and still has a lot to prove but is on the right track so it seems for more on the Cleveland Cavaliers check out Locked on Cavs wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube
0: Coming up, our Locked On NBA hosts will help wrap up our look around last night's NBA matchups on Locked On Now. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We're going to turn again to our Locked On NBA hosts for a recap of the rest of the action around the league in the NBA on Monday.
5: Let's go around the league.
0: It's a big bounce back for the Atlanta Hawks at home on Monday. A full team effort on offense helped the birds get a win over the Wiz. Locked on Hawks breaks it all down for us.
6: Hello friends, my name is Brad Rowland, and the Atlanta Hawks get a 118 to 111 win on this Monday evening over the Washington Wizards. A nice offensive performance from the Hawks bouncing back from a struggle over the weekend when they really kind of collapsed offensively. They got a season high in their free throw attempts in this game. In fact, neither team missed a free throw in this contest the fifth time in nba history that's more of a fun fact than anything else but the hawks did play very very well offensively nice balance Trey only in the web 26 points uh cam reddish had a nice game did all gallinari john collins the capella Bogdan Medonavich. Really, really balanced stuff across the board offensively defensively it was not fantastic from the hawks they lost bradley deal at times in this game but it was more than enough combined with the offense and the more efficient shot profile to get this nice home win The stretch of the schedule gets very difficult after this, beginning on Wednesday with a road trip to the Brooklyn Nets. But for now, they begin the week with a nice win. We'll have much, much more on the Locked On Hawks podcast.
0: The Toronto Raptors looked impressive in their win at Madison Square Garden, where they got their fourth straight victory. And they did that without two of their star players. Locked On Raptors recaps the 113-104 win over the Knicks.
7: Now that is a win. I'm Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors following the Toronto Raptors 113-104 win over the New York Knicks in a game where they were missing two of their four best players still know Pascal Siakam as he waits to return from shoulder surgery and Scotty Barnes the standout rookie who's maybe been the Raptors best player this season missed this game as well it did not matter thanks in large part to OG Ananobi who had a star looking game for a guy who's trying to make that star leap this season career high 36 points for OG had a couple assists as well played incredible defense on Julius Randle for the entirety of this game too and this was a gritty effort for the Raptors their best Bench did not play terribly well outside of Kem Birch, who came in with some solid minutes, but they got it done through Ananobi, through Gary Trent Jr., through Fred Van Vliet, and of course Kem Birch, who was fantastic. And Sfema Hiluk was awesome in the starting five as well. The starters did this for the Raptors for the most part, but OG with that star performance, really putting the league on notice, not just for himself, but for this Raptors team that has now run four games in a row and is five and three on the season. And once again, awaiting their two of their four best players to return from injury. I'll have more on Locked On Raptors tomorrow. So be sure to tune it.
0: John Morant's 26 points, let all scorers and the Grizzlies got a win over the Nuggets last night. The defense showed up big in the victory for Memphis as our locked on Grizzlies hosts recaps.
8: On Saturday night, the Grizzlies allowed the the Miami Heat to make 21 of 37 th- threes in a blowout loss to Miami. How did the Grizzlies respond tonight? They only allowed the Nuggets to make 8 of 37 from three. A great overall bounce-back performance. For the second straight pair of games, on the front end, the Grizzlies have a lackluster loss, but they follow it back up with a big victory over a very, very good team tonight. In the Denver Nuggets. John Morant was arguably the best player on the court despite being less than 100%. The Grizzlies overall did a good job of n- containing Nikola Jokic, but it was the bench and the defense that stood out, holding the Nuggets to eight of 37 from three, but also Tyus Jones, a career high, five threes on the night, his best game of the season. Kyle Anderson, his best game of the season. Xavier Tillman, his game best game of the season. All three of those players added up made it to where the Grizzlies bench finally had their benchmark game of the season in which they were the clear difference for the Grizzlies who also shot well from three. Though John Morant had another outstanding game it was a complete team effort tonight for the Grizzlies and for a team that has had clear inconsistencies so far this season this type of effort more often than not will at least give them a chance to win against good teams and a lot of times will end up with the victory just like it did tonight against the former MVP Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. We'll see the Nuggets again on Wednesday but as for tonight Plenty of things to recap in a positive manner. We'll have that and much more on the postgame edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.
0: And we've got one more blown lead to tell you about. The Minnesota Timberwolves led the Orlando Magic by six points, entering the fourth quarter, but they ended up losing by 18. How exactly does that happen? I don't know if our Locked on Timberwolves host knows, but he watched it and he has more.
9: Ben Beacon with Lockdown Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves fell to Orlando Magic by 18 points on Monday night in an inexcusable loss to uh, arguably the league's worst team. The Timberwolves uh, were at full strength when the game started. They got off to a good start, but... uh, the Orlando Magic mixed in his own defense in the middle of the game that completely befuddled the Timberwolves. And somehow the Wolves gave up 43 points to the Magic in the fourth quarter, route scored 43-19 in the fourth after leading by five. Carlton Towns had a double-double, 23-16 double with six assists, but D'Angelo Russell sprained his ankle in the first half. Patrick Beverly missed the game due to a sore calf, and the Wolves never found a rhythm offensively shooting just 37% from the field and 27% from the three-point line. They also were a minus 13 and made free throws compared to the Magic. This was a bad game. Uh, really, the fourth quarter was terrible, but just an overall poor performance from the Wolves and a very deflating way to drop the record to 3-3 three and three after such a great first week, week of the season. We're going to talk all about key takeaways, how fast the sky apparently is falling on the Timberwolves tonight on Lockdown Wolves. Be sure you're subscribed. We'll see you over at
0: The Pacers tried their best to blow a lead. They got outscored by 13 points in the fourth quarter against the Spurs last night. But fortunately, they had already jumped out to such a big lead. They were able to hold off San Antonio. Locked on Pacers tell us how Indiana scored so well in the beginning that a disastrous finish didn't seem to faze them.
5: Tony East here, host of the Locked On Pacers podcast in Gamebridge Fieldhouse, where the Pacers just picked up their second win of the season, a very clean and dominant win over the San Antonio Spurs, 131-118. to It was nice for the Pacers to have Karis LeVert playing for enough time to actually have an impact on the game, but really it was a very large team effort from the Pacers. Every starter was in double figures. Justin Holiday provided 17 points. Their bench in general was very good. And DeMontis Sabonis in his all-star form. 24 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. The Pacers outscored the Spurs by 13 points. Uh, 15 points, excuse me, with him in the game. So just a really dominant win for a Pacers team that really needed it. They were one and six coming up of a four-game losing streak. Really needed to get this win over the Spurs and get their season a little more back on track and they got it done with a big team effort. They've got the Knicks on Wednesday a chance to follow it up and show that they're a really better team than the 1-6 record suggested. With another performance like this, they've got a shot to do. We'll break it all down and more on the Locked on Pacers podcast.
0: Oklahoma City Thunder jumped out to an early lead in LA in the association's only late game on Monday. The Clips entered the game shorthanded due to injuries but desperately needed that win at the Staples Center. Locked on Clippers has more.
2: What's going on
1: Clips fans? Chuck Lockler here. What half He's hosting you over at Locked on Clippers after the a Los Angeles Clippers escaped the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who cares? We needed the win. We'll take it however we can get it. And the main way we got it was Paul George being elite on both ends. He had 32-9-7, and seven, added a handful of steals. The last two minutes of this game were all Paul George on both ends. And he did what he's been doing, which is carry the Clippers. They got their second win. Luke Kennard was timely with some threes. You love to see it. Terrence Mann, aggressive in the third quarter. I don't know. The shot started to fall at the end of the fourth. So maybe that'll happen from here on out. Who knows? Let's hope the win streak is started. It's on to Minnesota.
0: That's a wrap for us. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your team, make sure you check out Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens, and this has been Locked On Now.